the NFL media has just become so cookie cutter. There's literally no such thing as a novel idea anymore. When I hear these motherfuckers talk, all I hear is blah, blah, blah. Thank you for joining the FU Football Podcast. This is the abbreviated version for our Thursday night game. I didn't have time to get all the game picks out before the game tonight, so I just wanted to get this Thursday night game out there. The Falcons traveling over to Charlotte to play the Panthers in Carolina. Uh, It's going to be a rainy game, kind of a weird game. Two teams that are not really that good, but if you really dive deeper into the, the numbers here, you'll find out that there's actually a much bigger separation than what might meet the eye at first. Uh, Panthers should have wound up winning that game against Atlanta last time they played two weeks ago. But um, if you dive deeper, there were just so many anomalies that happened in that game, first of all. Uh, P.J. Walker had that insane throw, which was beautiful. you got to give him credit. But at the same time, uh, that was an unbelievable play that doesn't happen normally. I think think they said that was the longest completed pass through air yards possibly in the Super Bowl era. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it was something like that. Um, So that's an anomaly. I mean, it was double coverage. Just luckily, DJ Moore happened to make a good play on the ball, too. Um, He was aware and knew right where to be. But, you know, outside of that and a few other weird plays that happened in that game, Atlanta really looked good. Um, I just watched the whole game last night, and uh, I I like the way they played. I like the way the team's trending overall. And, you know... Over the course of the season now, they've worked their way up to having the fourth overall offense in the NFL. They got obviously an excellent run game, and that's all been without uh, Cordero Patterson for a few weeks. So now he's back. Um, Last week was his first week back. He wasn't super efficient on the ground, but he did have a couple touchdowns. So you pair him with Algier and Caleb Huntley, who's actually been looking good, and people don't talk about him as much either. And then Avery Williams in the return game, and and sometimes what he provides in the run game as well. They have a very deep rushing attack. They are without a guard, but it looks like the backup actually has graded pretty good, at least last week. So that'll be an interesting thing to watch. The Panthers did have a really good run defense all season, um, but it seems like as the season goes on, they're slowly getting worse, while the Falcons, who were absolutely abysmal, um, are creeping towards getting better against the run game and on defense in general, little by little. They're not great by any means. They're still a bad defense, but I would say they're improving while the Panthers seem to be regressing. The other thing to pay attention to in this game, um, you know, it's going to be a really rainy game, according to the weather report. So in situations like that, I try to look at the physical nature of each offense. Um, So, you know, between the two quarterbacks, P.J. Walker's 5'11", with, I think, a 9 and a nine and an 8 hand size, while Mariota is 6'4", and he's got a 9 and 7 eighths, seven eighths, I believe, hand size. Um, he's the big guy, uh, stronger, taller, so hopefully there'll be less batted balls from him than P.J. Walker. Atlanta's pass catchers are also all enormous. Kyle Pitts, Drake London... Zacchaeus, um, you know, Demir Bird's not very big, but um, they've, they've got three huge guys right there that can go up and get the ball. Oh, also uh, uh, Brian Edwards, who, you know, 
He hasn't really done a whole lot this year, but it's just another big body. So they literally have four enormous human beings that can catch the ball from a big quarterback who's strong and, and should be able to protect the ball, who also is a rush, rushing threat in a game where that might become really necessary if the conditions are really, really bad and it's really hard to throw. But uh, I, I like I like the way these teams match up. I like the way the Falcons are built for this. Usually everybody makes fun of the Falcons that you know they're just a dome team and they can't play in the conditions. We will see. I'm trusting the way they built this team. I think they built it this way partly for these reasons. Um, so that way when they get to these bad weather games, they have the players who can thrive in those conditions more so than they have in the past. Um, and then also, you know, if, if you just look at the schedules and the way these two teams have played this year, set aside the record disparity, you know, Atlanta has played a lot of really tough teams this year. Um, and they've won four games against pretty good opponents. They've also lost a couple games just, you know, just by freak nature. I mean, they had a horrible penalty that shouldn't have been called against them in the Tampa Bay game that could have led to them winning that game. And in addition to that, week one against New Orleans, I mean, they completely choked away a, I think, a three-possession game and lost it in the final seconds of the game. It was just terrible. So, I mean, this team very easily, rather than four and five, could be a six and three team um, and having beat some really good teams in the NFL. So I like the way they match up. I think they're a physical team, a tough team, and and the Panthers kind of are too, but I just think they're in more disarray at this point than Atlanta, um, you know, with the coach being fired and coordinators being fired, and they're just kind of a mess, I think. And, and the game was close last time they played Atlanta, but I believe that's just going to help Atlanta a little bit more, hopefully be able to kind of figure out where they struggled. And again, some of those plays were just anomalies and I don't see that replicating itself again this week. But that being said, you know, I think the Falcons are hopefully going to clean up what they struggled against last time. And, and they were lucky to squeak out a win there. But uh, I just think maybe people are thinking the Panthers are going to have a better chance in this game now that they're at home and, and should have beat the Falcons last time. So I like Atlanta here though. Um, my only concern is a, a dome team playing in the harsh harsh conditions, but at the same time, I think they're built for this. So we will see. Uh, last week was a really tough week for me. The worst week I've ever had. I went four, six, and three against the spread, and I'll touch on that more in the big show that I put out either tomorrow or Saturday. But uh, hey, you got to have those weeks. We were coming off the best week ever, and now uh, that was the worst week ever. So try to get back on track here, starting with the Thursday night game. I really don't like matchups with two garbage teams, but um, I think I think the Falcons are a lot less garbage than maybe people are thinking. So I'm going to take them minus two and a half. Good luck to all you betting tonight if you are. If not, have fun, enjoy the game, and we'll catch you tomorrow or Saturday.